Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So this weekend, this past weekend, um, I had company and it was probably the first time in close to a year that I had, you know, people coming in from out of town and staying overnight. And, um, and it was the Montalvos from the Rio Grande Valley, Kathy and Orly. And, uh, it was really good to see them. And, um, yeah, so we kind of had, a, had a couple of adventures and that was nice. And, uh, this also required me to <laughs> clean up my house. Not that I, again, I am not like a slob or anything like that, but I am sort of messy at times. I mean, I just kind of get things in piles and, you know, if I, I'll just sort of remember, Oh, that hammer fell off the table and it's on the floor. And then when I'm going to go look for it, I'll remember that. I know it's really embarrassing. And I know I can't believe I'm admitting to that, but anyway, um, but I mean, I, <laughs> I do tend to, you know, keep my kitchen clean and, you know, my bedroom clean and things like that, bathroom clean. So, um, living room. So, I, I mean, I try to keep things fairly in shape, but, you know, when other people are coming over, you want it to be a little bit better. And I can't say I knocked it out of the park or anything, but it's, it was an improvement. <laughs> so anyway, they came up Friday night and Saturday morning, bright and early, we, uh, headed out to, probably my favorite park in San Antonio. Um, this is called Friedrich Wilderness Park, and it is north and west where I live off of I-10, um, kind of like right before you get to the Dominion, if you know anything about San Antonio. And um, it's kind of a smallish park. Uh, it gets a lot of bang for its buck, though, because it's it's got a lot of variety in its terrain, and it goes from a paved wheelchair ramp um, to what they consider a level four, which is <laughs> like just freaking scary uh, ups and downs with lots of rocks. So, um, so, you know, you can, but you know, the thing is the, the longest loop there is probably about three miles. I mean, you can definitely create your own course through, you know, whatever, you know, by connecting trails and things like that, which is what we ended up doing. Um, but it became abundantly clear that my training is, woefully inadequate um, compared to theirs. They've been running all summer. They did the great virtual race across Tennessee, um, as well as participating uh, as a uh, part of our relay team for the Trans-Texas virtual run and uh, over the summer. And uh, yeah, so they were you know running regularly and sometimes doing two a day. Um, I was kind of getting exhausted just by reading their, their their uh, race reports or whatever is like, wow, okay, I'm not doing much, but well, I mean, here's the thing. I've, I've had a lot of ups and downs this year. Um, you know, first of all, COVID sort of sucked the life out of everything and didn't really feel like running for a while. And then, um, and then I got into it and then I rolled my ankle. So I had to kind of take some time off with that. And then I started running again and then I was doing the trans Texas thing running every day and kind of wearing myself out because I'm not used to this, but, uh, and then I think I wore myself down and, um, I, uh, got sick as you may or may not recall and, um, had like a pretty bad sinus infection and still I'm not a hundred percent sure it wasn't COVID, but you know, the test said no, but I don't know. But, um, anyway, it doesn't matter. I was, I was out, I was down for about two weeks. So that was that. And then of course, it, you know, we get into the thick of summer and everything's like 
running in hell. So I'm making excuses. I realize that, but I'm just kind of outlining why my training sucks. And some of it is I just sometimes get lazy and um, don't feel like it. So, or I come up with reasons not to run. And uh, yeah, so uh, Orly is uh, preparing to run the 100 mile race at Cactus Rose at the end of the month. I will be doing the 25 mile, which I'm still <laughs> kind of debating about that whole thing. No, you're going to do it. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it may take me a long time to do this, but, um, cause it's really, really rocky and kind of scary out there and well, scary just in that there are big hills out there and, uh, you know, it's in hill country. And of course it's also the site of where I busted open my knee a few years ago and, you know, I had to go to the hospital and <laughs> got stitches and all that stuff. So yay. Um, but anyway, so that was why we wanted to go to Friedrich or I wanted to take them to Friedrich. Friedrich, try to say that three times real fast. Um, cause I wanted to expose them to what I call baby bandera. Cause that's kind of what it feels like. Um, cactus Rose is held at uh, hill country state natural area, um, which is also the site of the bandera race in January. And it's also cactus Rose in the fall and, um, lots of rocks. Gotta like those rocks and hills and so tall. Oh my God. We'll get into that later, but <laughs> So anyway, so I took him out to Friedrich and Friedrich is wildly popular with lots and lots of people. Um, you'll get families out there. You'll get um, foreign tourists for some reason are out there. Um, a lot of hikers, um, just a, you know, a really good variety, of course, runners. Um, so, you know, it's got a little bit of everything and it has levels one to four in terms of terrain. And so level one is paved, um, you know, concrete with uh, some handrails for um, people with wheelchair access uh, or for wheelchair access. And then um, it kind of, you know, moves into, you know, some flattish dirt stuff and then it migrates to the big boy stuff, which is levels three and four, which are the rocky, rooty, insanely steep and whatnot um, climbs and descents. And, uh, and of course, that's where that's what they were coming for, and it was kind of funny because when we first got there, um, people people were parked on either side of the road outside the park, and and I'm used to this, but this seemed to be even more packed than usual. I'm like, oh God, you know, everything is so crowded. What is going on? Everyone became an outdoorsman during the pandemic. I mean, I guess that's good. I shouldn't be complaining, but it's like, huh. nonetheless. Um, we started to park on the road and then it was just like, Ooh, you know, cause we were going to use the car as sort of like an aid station. Um, if, you know, cause we were thinking about doing loops and uh, well, fast forward, we ended up not doing loops narrator's voice. Um, but that was another story. <laughs> but anyway, um, and then I had this idea that we could like maybe go in and cruise the parking lot and see if there was an open spot. Cause every now and then people just end up parking on the street cause they don't want to fool around with the parking lot. So, that is what we did. And uh, I managed to get a spot in the parking lot, which was lovely. And then we were just kind of wandering up the concrete um, entrance and you know, it kind of goes on for just a little bit. And Orly is like, is this whole thing paved? And I'm like, no, it is not. Just be patient. You know, I, I know he was just itching to get on the, you know, the technical stuff. <laughs> just like, oh God. Um, so anyway, so eventually we, we finally made our way onto the uh, main loop and um, 
I forget how many miles that is. A lot of this stuff you can kind of create your own adventure though, because it really is, you know, lots of different intertwining trails. And um, I think the longest loop is something called Restoration Way, which is about three miles and um, it's got a nice variety of stuff. But in order to get to there, you have to kind of, you know, navigate some of the other stuff before you get out there. So it makes for a nice morning, you know, and um, so we, we got ourselves going and um, of course immediately, you know, Orly takes off because, you know, he's like a little kid, you know, happy in a mud puddle or something, you know, and Kathy is springing behind him, you know, because she's very nimble and, and I'm thinking, great, these guys are from the valley, you know, they don't have any of this stuff to run on and I live up here and I can't keep up with them. Well, it's just because I'm not very good on rocks, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Give me flats and I'm happier. <laughs> but, yeah, so they, they would, you know, spring ahead and then they'd wait for me, you know, a little, you know, places that you could kind of wait. And so that was fine. We did that a little while. And then I think we ended up taking a wrong turn. And um, the goal was to get ourselves onto the uh, restoration way. Um, but before that, we were at this one fork in the trail. And there was this, I mean, I swear, it looked like a stairway to heaven. And I don't even remember if I've ever been on that part of the trails, but it just went up and up and up. And of course, what goes up, you know what happens next. Yeah. And yeah, the downhill was a little scarier than the uphill. Um, you know, and, and I think at one point I had to slide down on my butt a little bit because I was just not real feeling, not especially agile. <laughs> so I just, uh, I did what I could. And, um, but yeah, oh my God. Yeah. That, that was nuts. That was just some, I mean, there was like these stair step things going up and down. And I mean, it was steep. Um, I mean, I think that park, you can get like, um, I mean, I think that the top um, elevation over there is probably about like almost 13, 1400 feet, which I realize if you actually live around mountains, that sounds hilarious. But, you know, in Texas, that's fairly, uh, you know, unless you're out in El Paso or something, but, you know, here, yeah, it's pretty significant. And me, I'm, even though I was raised in, in you know, the, the city of seven hills, Cincinnati, I uh, don't do well on hills and really was kind of got ruined in the flatlands of Florida and um, South Texas or way South Texas. But anyway, I, I digress as usual. Um, yes, we made our way through all that and um, they were really happy and having fun. And I was just trying to, <laughs> trying to keep up. And uh, at one point we made, we made a wrong turn and then I lost them, <laughs> which I was like, okay, this is probably good for them, but they don't know their way around. And I sure, you know, I mean, I kind of know my way around. And fortunately, the one thing I got to say about the, the park system here is that they do have pretty good signage and maps and stuff like that. And so it's, uh, it's kind of hard to get lost out there. So, I mean, you just might get turned around a few times, but you're not going to really get lost, lost. Cause there's always, you know, every so often there's there's a sign that points to the exit so if worse comes to worst you just do that to use a cliche um anyway yeah so we we got separated and in my mind i was like okay they're heading to restoration way and so i figured out how to get there and so i started out on the trail and kept trying to call them and they weren't answering which was kind of annoying and a little frustrating because i'm like god where the world are they and so then I, you know, once I'm, I don't know, probably about a mile into the trail, 
my phone rings and <laughs> they're telling me that they're just on their, they just got onto the restoration way trail and, um, you know, that they'd catch up to me. And I'm like, cool. You know, so I just kept running ahead. And this part of the trail is especially nice in terms of my, my running, because it's, it has some really nice stretches of kind of flattish, um, single track, um, without much rock or anything. It's just kind of dirt. And I love that stuff. That's like my favorite stuff to run on. You know, I, you can keep your rocks people. I don't need them, <laughs> but I, um, you know, made my way and I was probably about two thirds of the way through the trail when I see them approaching me in the opposite direction, which was a little surprising, but I had forgotten that there are two ways that you can get onto that trail pretty much like anything else. And so they, <laughs> I turned around and they got ahead of me and <clears throat> went to the exit and, uh, yeah. And so that was, that was really fun. I mean, we, they ended up getting like about seven and a half ish and I got about seven. So, which out there was, was a pretty good workout. My quads and whatnot were really sore. Sorry. That's my dog next door. His name is Dino and he, <laughs> he barks at everything. Good Lord. Anyway, it's always something, it's always something around here. So anyway, yeah, we had fun. Yay. And then uh, afterward, we came back here, showered, and then we proceeded because we were all hungry. And uh, we proceeded to El Milagrito, which is a really awesome restaurant in San Antonio. It's been around since 1969, and it is a Mexican restaurant, and it's pretty old school. It's, it's really, I've never been there. I mean, I've, I've had their breakfast tacos, but never really had a meal there. And oh, let me tell you, I got the chicken enchiladas with the green sauce and it was to die for. It was really amazing. And even the refried beans, which normally I don't like, were incredible. And of course they were always like, that's because they make them the right way. And I'm like, you mean with lard? <laughs> He's like, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, I better get moving here because I'm going to burn all this off. Um, but yeah, that was a delicious meal. And um, they wanted to check out Ikea because uh, there is not a an Ikea in the Valley. And in fact, San Antonio just got its first one probably about two years ago. And uh, yeah, so I mean, they're kind of picky about where they put them. So City of Live Oak, which is just outside the city limits, um, is housing that place. And, you know, most, if you know Ikea, you know that it's, it's sort of like a cross between an airport and an amusement park. And yeah, it's, it's, it's something else. It's, it's something to behold. And I, I had a feeling we'd be out there for a while, but, um, fortunately they, the first time I went out to Ikea, uh, I went looking for a desk and a chair because, you know, like everyone else, I'm working from home. So guess who needs a desk? Cause I was tired of sitting on my couch with my laptop. <laughs> this is not a way to work. Um, and I spent probably about two hours in there. I mean, it was ridiculous. And, the sad part was, was that I wrote down the numbers of the merchandise that I wanted to buy, you know, meanwhile, throwing some little tchotchkes and whatnot, you know, in my cart. And then by the time you get to the end of the, <laughs> the trail, so to speak, um, there's all this, you know, shelving and, you know, where all the, the stuff is kept and then you pull it off the shelf and throw it in your cart. Well, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> it wasn't there. It was all out of stock. <laughs> it's much, like frustrating because it's like, damn it, I spent all day, you know, looking for stuff and now it's not here. So now what do I do? You know? So anyway, fortunately we weren't in that mode, um, on Saturday. So we, uh, just 
you know, every, everybody, you know, they were both just sort of like excited about all the, you know, things and, you know, everything's groovy and, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a cool place for, you know, furniture, furniture or, you know, you know, I don't know, what do you call them? Like, you know, little accessories, knickknacks, whatnot, um, you know, and of course you can also get, you know, serious stuff like desks and, you know, like I said, furniture, uh, lighting, uh, fixtures, you know, little doorknob handles, you know, things like that, or, you know, door, what do you call them? Drawer handles. That's it. <sighs> God, she's losing it. Anyway, so they ended up buying a few things. And then, uh, then the next stop was across town. <laughs> we got, we really did the tour of San Antonio. Um, so that, then we, uh, went across town to REI, which, oh, that's how we feel every time we open the door. It's like, you know, opening the gates of heaven or something. If you're an outdoors enthusiast, which we are. And, uh, yeah, this is kind of an, you know, a, a ritual whenever we would go to San Antonio, even when I lived in the Valley, cause I kind of introduced them to this place. Cause I used to shop there online a lot and uh, I'm like, Oh, they've got one. We need to go. And, you know, this became like a, like a pit stop on our way to trail races. And, um, yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, um, this, this, uh, particular location. They, well, I think all of them, but they're kind of limiting how many people can go in the store. So we had to wait in line, which was sort of a weird feeling, like kind of adding to that whole amusement park <laughs> atmosphere <laughs> or theme of the day. Um, so we finally got in and, um, I think Orly managed to get himself a, uh, a waterproof, uh, rain jacket, uh, ostensibly for Cactus Rose, and he got a headlamp, 400 lumens, geez louise, they'll know, they'll see him coming, um, <laughs> battery operated, I kind of prefer the rechargeable, but I understand the, the thoughts behind having a battery operated one, because that way, if it does die, you can always just, like, refresh it, you know, and instead of having to find an outlet someplace, <clears throat> anyway, um, I think I ended up buying just, like, a pair of socks that were on sale, smart wool, Love those socks. Smart rule. If you're listening, you can sponsor me um, or send me swag and I'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> anyway. um, and then I just got like some supplements, you know, like um, stuff called uh, scratch that you mix it with water and it's like an electrolyte thing. It's really good. Um, not sweet or anything. And uh, yeah, so then we, uh, and Kathy got like this little flashlight with, that was shaped like a dinosaur. It was really cute. And, um, yeah, so then we did that and then we hit up HEB so we could get our provisions, uh, for the, uh, coolers for the big event, which was on Sunday where we went up to Hill Country State Natural Area. And, um, yeah, so we just loaded up coolers and we were supposed, we were, the plan was to drop the coolers off at like a midway point and then we would, you know, get our, you know, Topo Chico and Coke and whatever, you know, oranges, PB and J's, you know, whatever. Um, problem was, is that the trail was kind of blocked with uh, the cedar stuff and the cedar branches. And so just clearly indicating that the trail was closed. And so it was sort of like being at Wally world. Here we go. Theme park. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but it did. It was just sort of like reminded me of that sign. Sorry, folks, the park's closed for maintenance. <laughs> And, um, so Orly was getting a little antsy about this. Cause I mean, he had it all planned out and he was like, I mean, he's just very anxious because 
truth be told, he has tried the cactus rose 102 other times and DNF both times. And unfortunately, I was there both of those times. And I'm not crewing or anything for him this time. So maybe I think he's going to do it. I, I, I know he's going to do it. But anyway, so he's very anxious and he just wanted to get out there and, you know, kind of run some parts of the course just to get a feel, you know, with his equipment and, and shoes and all that sort of thing. So, so we had to kind of punt. And so we ended up parking at the equestrian station. Um, nobody knows what that is unless you're from here or run there, but so we just left the car there and then just um, decided we'd do a loop and then come back and, you know, regroup and, and then go back out if, if, it, you know, if we had time. Because our, our reservation, you have to make a reservation to go to this park because of capacity limits. Um, yeah, so we had to, so we had until noon and we got there like around nine again because um, it took us a little longer to get there than expected. And we got out of the house late. So, yeah, it was one of those things. But uh, so, yeah, so we took off and man, I had forgotten about that part of the trail. <laughs> it immediately, I mean, it's a little flattish. And then all of a sudden it's just like, boom, you know, you're on rocks and going uphill and Orly's just like a steam engine, you know, you know, he's zooming up there and I'm like, wow. And Kathy's not far behind. And me, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so out of shape. <laughs> so... It wasn't long before they waited for me uh, or they ran back to me, I think once or twice. And then I think the third time I finally caught up to them, they're just kind of standing there. And I'm like, guys, I think you need to just go on your way. I'm just going to run back and then I'll just do repeats or something somewhere until you guys get back. Cause I, I just felt like, God, I felt like the party pooper, but I just, I knew I was holding them back and I wanted him to get that experience. And, and so that's what, that's what they did, which was a good thing. So I just ran back and I tried to run as much as I could. Oh yeah. And Orly's like, Donna, you need to start running more. I'm like, I know I'm trying, but not very hard. And that was pretty much evident. And uh, yeah, so then I ran, oh yeah. And I ran into my friend, James Nichols, which was really funny because we were talking about him on our way out there because we passed by uh, Helotes, 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 I think is how they pronounce it. Everything's pronounced weird around here, but um he's a friend of mine um, who's also a trail runner and he's got some property um, out in this part of town and um, he, he has uh, trail races and they actually came up from the Valley a, few, a couple of years ago and we ran one of his and um, it was just so weird because I haven't seen him in months and there he was on the trail and we chatted for a moment and then he went on. Uh, he's also doing the 100 miler at Cactus Rose. So lot of crazy people out there and also by the way i just want you to know cactus rose is all self-supported okay that's the thing that sets this apart so and they aren't even going to put out ice and water this year so i'm just like oh my god this is going to be really hard um because i need ice when it's hot um but i'm gonna have to just bring coolers anyway i digress so i i got to the you know end of the trail and uh looked across the, the way and there's a, you know, an extension, you know, going off into the woods. And I thought about taking it. Well, I started to, and then I saw that it forked <laughs> and then I'm like, huh, I wonder if I should do this, you know, cause I might get lost. And I thought, yeah, that's not a good idea because also there is no phone service out there. So, um, so in space, no one can hear you scream. Um, that's pretty much what it's like. And so I, turned around and promptly decided to just run the, the road. I mean, it's just, you know, gravel or whatever, uh, and run that back to the lodge, which is, um, about a mile or so away. And so that's what I did. And, um, 
yeah. And so I did that, turned around and um, <laughs> came back and just waited for them. And it was only about 20 minutes and they, they came through and he was, he was happy. I mean, I think they got, oh God, I don't know, another seven and a half, eight, something like that. And I got five and a half. I got a rock. Um, but it was okay. Cause my, my quads were still pretty sore from Saturday and, uh, I'm still a little tender today. I'm like, man, you are out of shape. Um, <laughs> I know what I need to do. Um, anyway, yeah. So we had a really good time and, um, you know, no other real complications from there. And, uh, yeah, so it was really nice to see them. And, um, I will be seeing orally, uh, at the end of the month when, cause we're, we're, uh, we picked the same time window to start, uh, Cactus Rose, uh, also our friend Sarisa. We're all starting at 10 AM on Friday. And of course they'll leave me in the dust, which is fine. Cause I expect that. And I'm just going to be doing my thing, you know, and it'll probably take me you know, nine or 10 hours. I don't know. Um, I mean, I've done 50 K's out there before, but those involved aid stations. And I did do, well, actually I did do the 25 when it was at Camp Eagle cause they had to move the race, which is even harder uh, a couple of years ago. And um, oh God, that place, Whew. It almost makes Bandera seem runnable. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so I got, you know, I, I know what I need to do and um, it'll be good to see those guys um, even briefly before they leave me in the dust. And uh, so this weekend I have got a race uh, in um, Somerville, Texas, I think it is at Lake Somerville. Um, I'm doing a half marathon and it's a new race and it's, uh, you know, so I don't know much about these trails other than they say, um, it's more like the wild hair or Huntsville state park, which are two of my favorite places to run. Cause they're not technical particularly. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to tackle that thing. And then I've got cactus rose. And then I think I don't have any other races to speak of until wild hair, uh, which I am, <clears throat> I am doing the 50 K I know I'm not ready, but I'm going to do it if it kills me and it may, cause I have never DNF to 50 K and I'll be damned if I start, you know? Mm -mm. So, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's about it. I, I, you know, just, I know what I need to do now. And, um, I think it probably took me running with them to, to have that moment of clarity. Like, Oh yeah, you really do need to train a lot more, uh, than, you know, just sort of half-assing it. So, yeah. So that, that was good. That was a good, experience. And it was of course, wonderful, um, to see them. I mean, I think going to these races and, you know, having friends over, it's starting to make things seem less horrible. I mean, I realize that <laughs> it's still awful out there. In fact, it's probably going to get worse, but you know, if I can at least have a little semblance of normalcy for a while, um, it'll make me feel less isolated and, um, antsy or anxious at times. So, Anyway, that's all I've got uh, for now. I will see you next time. Hey.